Good evening, good evening everybody. everybody. It's good to see everybody. I don't. I wonder if everybody's getting some rain out there because it's we're getting hammered here. And yeah, I see the clear through the window, but yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I mean, we were getting pelted a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we're glad you're here. We're continuing our talk about um, intentionally God, but we've been focusing on learn love a leader. Mm-hmm. We've learned about lover. We learned about uh, loving ourselves as a result of the the love of Christ, and now we're kind of into loving the other guy, mm-hmm. which is, it's kind of tough, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. um, um, but before we get into that, you know, there's been this craze on Facebook, or I don't know if it's just Facebook, is it Instagram also? About, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's these cart, the, you can take a picture of yourself with an app on your phone, and it'll turn you into a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, apparently, I mean, it's like Facebook has been just proliferated with this. I mean, it's just been absolutely <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm way too grown up to do stuff like that. Of course. But since it was there, I figured we might want to give it a shot. So we did a lot of um, picture taking. Um, and let's see. We want to show everybody what we're talking about. Yeah. So who's the first one you got there? Um, and let, we, let me hold this up for our audience here in the uh, uh Maybe uh, you folks in the back, you may have to stand up. Yeah, that yeah. screen is pretty big, but maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we have uh, Doc. That's, that's Doc. That's Docky boy. All right. And he cute as can be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, absolutely. That, yeah, what an incredible thing. Uh, let's see. Who we got next here? Oh, yeah. I love oh, it. yeah. Uh, there's there's Alice. There's old Alice. Yeah. Yep. Looking got great. at the water park. You'd think uh, I should be able to do that. I but know. I no, you're going to have to just scroll kinda... down it. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, whoa, he, there he is. There he is, there he is baby. Ow, oh. ow. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, man. That's, <laughs> if, you know, they do one of those Pixar things. I know. And you're the dad I'll character. Be, yeah, the, that's you right there. Yeah. Okay, but uh, let's see. Uh, what will the mom character look like? Probably smoking hot. Oh, yeah. Bang, oh, bang. Yeah. yeah. All right. There, there she is. It's just unfair. Look at those eyes. I mean, it's, it, it really, I'm like, oh. <laughs> look away. <laughs> Too pretty. Don't covet thy neighbor's cartoon. <laughs> okay. Uh, then, uh, but, you know, oh, then I love that. There's baby Ireland. Oh, yeah, yeah, look yeah. I mean, look at that. I mean, just this. I mean, <laughs> um, then uh, let's see. We got Deanna, um, and she yeah, looks girl. like. I mean, it really does look like yeah. something out of Disney World. It's a Pixar, yeah, movie, yeah. Um, Let it go. That's right. <laughs> oh man, that is it. Okay, now uh, can I have that song that? Um, What's his name? Sing Michelle Pfeiffer. Can you do that part right there for me? Oh, what's that? Oh, uh, man. Uh, I can't get the uh, melody in my head. Up, Tom, go, go. Yeah. Me, no, be, down, I just stop, can't get that particular part okay. in my head. Well, and, and here's, here's my bride. Yeah. As a cartoon. Yeah. 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 Look at that. Yeah, I printed that out and put it on her pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, and, and it, here's the first one. Where it really didn't help the person out. <laughs> There's me. Oh yeah, there he it, is. It, it, didn't, it didn't help me out. You know, it was the, the, the app was like, yeah, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> there's no viola. And there, oh, uh, there's little JoJo, one of my granddaughters. Oh, look at her. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, yeah, we had. Uh, let's see, do we have uh, one more? I think we have. Oh, oh yeah, we have Brian. Yeah. Um, um, 
And there is Brian. Yeah, there he is. yeah, yeah. There he is. <laughs> yep. Wow. There he is in yes. all the glory. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, everybody was doing that. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Ted Ashley. I don't know if he watches or not, but um, I love it because he posted something on Facebook. It was kind of um, anti. Anti. Uh, it was anti. Voila. Uh, yeah. 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 He was saying, I didn't know that the word voila. And uh, voila, uh, you know, this, it's spelled that. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was voila. Yeah, W A L L A. I didn't know it was a French word. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of like Hawaiian. You know, aloha, voila. Yeah, you can contact Pastor Paul at for all English English language questions. Oh man! So if you happen to have one, we'd like you to. Oh, yeah. Um, post it. Yeah. Um, oh. But not on our page. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on your own page. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no. It's fun. It's it fun is fun. It is fun. So let's jump into it. Uh, but before we do, Ricky, why don't yeah. you uh, pray for us? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence here with us tonight. We thank you for this word that we get to, to, uh, to read and to dive deep into tonight to see kind of how you want to teach us, to see what you want to show us and... Um, God, we, we press into that, and we thank you for everyone that's joined us this evening, and I pray that you would just bless our conversation together and make it very insightful, and we'll give you the glory for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, so, uh, Jesus made the, the activity and quality of our love central mm-hmm. uh, to everything that God was about when he was asked about what was the greatest commandment. Uh, do you remember the response? Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of Mark 12, he says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Okay, so what's really crazy to me is that people are like, Well, we're in the New Testament. We only have like those three commandments, whereas <laughs> they had in the Old Testament 632 precepts. Yeah. You know, so like we got off light, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, Wait a minute, you break it down. Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and everything. Mm-hmm. and love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, could we have actually made it more difficult? I know. <laughs> People think Jesus is just like, oh, yeah, we're doing, you know. No, it's in these three that all the law is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, you got off track with the dietary thing, and you got off track with the Sabbath thing, and you got off track with... Uh, you know, eating and spitting out a seed on you know the Lord's Day or whatever. I mean, in your clothes and your, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like this was all about loving God, about loving yourself and loving your neighbor. Um, and it's not always easy, and particularly when we're talking about loving other people, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Loving the other guy, mm-hmm. um, whether it's the person at the grocery store, somebody that's on the couch. We got a couch here. We got three people over there. Mm-hmm. Three of the most difficult human beings. To love. I mean, don't you feel the same thing? There's so much intimidation coming I from know. this couch. I can feel it. I don't even I mean, want to I look over there. I got, I'm going to need you guys to send us cartoons because you're scaring me right now, okay? Uh, but no, I, whether it's the person that you live with at home um, or people you work with, loving other people is difficult. It's mm-hmm. not easy. And let me just say, everything we're going to be talking about today, it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do this that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. There are some people that we will label as, oh, they're very lovable. 
but I, I think that, okay, they may be easy to love in a particular given situation, but if you bring them home, you know, when that puppy pees on the floor after you brought that, the puppy home, all of a sudden they, it's on. Mm-hmm. It, the, the, the first time it's okay. Yeah, oh, it's it's a, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't stay that way, though. No, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> so I think I don't think there are people who are born who are more lovable than others. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I think we all have this difficulty of letting ourselves be loved, and also we have a difficulty loving other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we think about loving other people, whether it's uh, the barista at Starbucks, which, you know, I kind of like them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're pretty easy to get along with. But Or uh, our family members we really can get overwhelmed with the enormity, uh, how big the task is. Um, to love everyone is like huge. So anybody who reads that about Jesus, that he's narrowed it down to something really easy, is really not getting the point. Mm-hmm. Loving one another is, div- and it really can be too much for us. Um, sometimes it's too much for us because maybe the relationship is so damaged Hmm. that you just don't want to love into it anymore. You know, uh, you know everything about that person and you've already settled on certain things you don't like it. And so you, so when the preacher or whoever tells you, you need to go home and love your wife or you need to go home and love your husband or your dad or mom, sometimes you've got so much history. It's like there is no way I'm going to get through this right. with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the quality of the love is too difficult. I mean, there are some people that want like a different quality of love from us. They Mm -hmm. just constantly are like going deep in the well. I mean, some people you can kind of just, you know, give them a cup of water and uh, there you go, you know, off they run and they're they're good to go. But then there are some people that all of a sudden they go in, they're right back and they want more of you and they want more of you and they want more of you. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes it can be exhausting and it just is really hard Mm -hmm. to love somebody like that. Uh, I think we also got to remember, we are the somebody like that (laughs) to somebody else. So true. (laughs) We are always the other guy. Um, and here's, here's the one that's toughest for me is maybe the thought of sustaining love long term is is just overwhelming mm-hmm. okay now i know you guys should all think that you know you hear like marriage vows and we're two or we're a couple are standing in front of a preacher just lying their teeth out i'm gonna love you <laughs> like nobody's <laughs> ever been loved before until the day I die, and every breath I say, and the preacher says, you know, with my worldly wealth, you know, with my, you know, and we just like respond, and it's like, oh, yes, that's exactly how I'm going to love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you all of a sudden realize you just made a 30-year commitment to this person, <laughs> that yeah. is really hard. Uh-huh. And that's, I think, when I, when I think about loving somebody like if you told me, you know, um, here's so-and-so and they're going to be around. And Paul, you're going to have to love them. And uh, for the next 20 years of your life, they're moving in with you. And you got to love them. I, I don't think I could take that. 
I'm, I'm serious. The anxiety. I'm, I'm feeling anxious right now. <laughs> uh, just the anxiety of thought of taking the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it because this takes like a courageous kind of love. Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed, and this is going to be our interesting discovery tonight, is that you don't have to think about loving anybody for 30 years. And as I was looking through the scriptures, I was noticing that all you got to do is be able to love someone the way Jesus would love someone for just 20 seconds. Just 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, this is, this is really going to be interesting. Instead of thinking, um, how am I going to love her for the next 30 years of my life? Or, you know, how is she going to love me? Mm-hmm. Um, or how am I going to get along with this dirtbag, you know, at work? Um, or um, how will I, will I feel the same way about you tomorrow that I feel today? You know, and I would say that would, that's a big issue for like second marriages. And because after my first marriage, I had to really ask myself, am I capable of, of loving? Mm-hmm. And because, uh, you know, the second marriage, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm going to make this happen. And so all that. And you, you're a little bit more, you're, you're aware of your weaknesses more. And you're hoping it's going to work out. I don't think in your first marriage, you're kind of hoping it's going to work out. I mean, because you're so sloppy with idealism that you don't even think about it, you know. <laughs> but your second marriage, you've already been through something. Yeah. And you're kind of hoping, I hope this one works out. Mm-hmm. And um, I really hope I feel the same way tomorrow. But I began to discover that um, God doesn't ask for me to make a commitment for the rest of my life. He, he asked me to make a commitment for the time that is at my hand, in my hand at this moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, he goes really big into about, uh, do not be anxious for tomorrow. But uh, today is the day that he's given us and that we live in that day. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some of us that can be anxious about, do we have enough love to give another human being? Mm-hmm. Um, we just talked about this a few, a few weeks ago, being rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, yeah. It's that same idea. Yeah. That this is the day. This yep. is right where it's pointed to you. That's right. And this is, this is the day he's made and be in this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was telling Ricky that when I was overwhelmed with pain in my back, I was, just, I was just asking God to just give me strength to be able to handle the pain for the next years of my life and that God would give me a good surgeon if I had to have surgery and that God would, you know... Um, uh, maybe I would make it so I could handle the surgery and I would come through it all. And I, and I was asking God, you know, give me that com- confidence. And, and you know what? God told me no. He's like, God brought up a verse in the scripture that says, as your day is, so your strength will be. In this day, I will give you enough strength to face the issues of your back. But if you're asking me to pack 30 years of the rest of your life with all the courage and all the stuff and all the, you know, and then, and I got to do that today, God's like, no, I will give you, you don't, you don't know if you have tomorrow, Paul, mm-hmm. but I'll give you strength for today. And it was like, okay, I can face this pain one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I asked God today as my, help me with this pain. So, um, God made me realize that 
I don't have to promise to love somebody for the rest of my life. I just have to have 20 seconds of courageous love. Um, and, and this is going to be kind of, maybe people are going to think this is silly, but I, this is really how it keeps me in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, most situations that we need to love in really only need 20 seconds of courageous love. Uh, situations can change significantly in just 20 seconds. Instead of thinking, how, long, how am I going to love this person for the, forever? Just agree that I'm going to give you the next 20 seconds. And I'm going to love them in that 20 seconds. And then for 20 seconds, you just interact with the person the way that Jesus would interact with them. And then, then after that 20 seconds, you'll be surprised about what loving will look like for the next 20 seconds and how much power you will. It's kind of like developing inertia. It's mm-hmm. like uh, you, you can't go from zero to 60 instantly. You've got to build up. And, and what I learned was that um, just take 20 seconds. Just love this stranger for 20 seconds. Just love your wife for 20 seconds. So I, I went back into the Gospels, and I started looking at most of Jesus' interactions. And I know what the Bible's thick, and it's big, and you know we read through all the scriptures, and it seems like so large and all. But I started looking that most of the recorded dialogues of Jesus, significant dialogues of Jesus, only lasted for 20 seconds. I mean, I, I was like, wait a minute. So mm-hmm. um, in the four Gospels, I, I, I looked, and here's, here's a couple stories. Um, Jesus with the centurion, which is a significant story about faith, mm-hmm. 20 seconds. Um, Jesus with the sick woman, 20 seconds. Jesus' interaction with Zacchaeus initially before he goes to his house, just 20 seconds. And within that 20 seconds, Jesus, Zacchaeus turns his life over to God, pays back all that he's stolen, and invites Jesus to come to his house all within 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. So, so let's, I know you're, if you're out there, you're probably wondering, you know, Jesus, you know, talked much longer than that. And it's like, well, well, maybe he did. But in order to inspire us, we got, we were told what he said. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like an hour's worth. Yeah. <laughs> in, in each event, the most significant thing that Jesus said is recorded to teach us on what we're supposed to be saying. Mm-hmm. And in rarely, other than maybe John chapter 15 through 21, where we get the high priest prayer and all that other stuff other than that most dialogues he has with human beings last for 20 seconds or less mm-hmm. so we're gonna do it okay we're gonna do it i know there's show it and prove it to you i know there's doubters out there oh I, I, yeah i yeah there's They're, doubters out there yeah. they don't haters don't, haters <laughs> <laughs> excuse me no way this no way no way that's yeah. what they're saying yeah we'll, I, show, we'll show you i have been vaccinated if you're yeah. anybody's concerned yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a story about the woman caught in adultery. And I'm going to ask Ricky to act as my uh, metronome. Mm-hmm. Okay? And everybody knows, you know, and so he's going to count how long Jesus talks in this dialogue. And uh, so, I, so he's going to start the metronome and count out when Jesus is talking. All right, so 
let me start reading the passage that comes to us. It's a very significant story, probably one of the most preached stories in the Bible. And we're going to find out that Jesus talks for less than 20 seconds. Okay, so I am challenging the idea that you, that you can't do this. Uh, with the power of the Holy Spirit, for 20 seconds, you can live Christ-like, and it can make a difference. All right, so let me start the story, the narrative. <laughs> the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, and having set her in the center of the court, they said to him, teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery in the very act. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. What then do you say? They were saying this, testing him, so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. But when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, One He who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw the stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And when they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones. And he was left alone. And the woman where she was in the center of the court. Straightening up, Jesus said to her, woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go from now on and sin no more. Okay, where are we at? We're at 12 seconds. 12 seconds. I need to rewrite this message. 12 seconds. 12 seconds. Okay. Now, all joking aside, this is one of the most, I have appealed to this story more in my life of the love of Christ. This is a template on how to love people. Mm-hmm. And Jesus does this. His, his commitment to it, as far as his speaking energy, is 12 seconds. Okay? So, um, we're talking about 20 seconds of courageous love and that it will change most situations. So, if you want to transform your marriage... Give your spouse the first 20 seconds when they come home from work. Mm -hmm. First 20 seconds. Okay? You will determine how the evening is going to go in the first 20 seconds of your Mm -hmm. all. I mean, I've been married 33-ish years. And I can tell you, that first 20 seconds will determine everything Mm -hmm. about how it's going to go. Um, You pre-dress is what we've called it before. Pre-dress the situation. Oh, yeah. 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 How do you want this night to go? <laughs> That's exactly right. So in 20 seconds, you can love that person as Jesus would. I don't care what kind of doofus you're married to, whether it's a, a boy or a girl, because I believe women can be doofuses too. Mm. Because if we're going to go equal, we're going equal all the all, way, baby. All the way. All the way. <laughs> okay, so so um, let's say Kelly comes home mm-hmm. and uh, she walks in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh what what do you do? First thing is is mommy's home. Okay, that it gets the boys from whatever they're doing. Okay, to celebrate the fact that mommy's worked hard today. Yeah, and now she's home. Okay, and now she's ours for the rest of the evening. Okay, so get excited. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now, how do you think if she would respond if uh, you um, were sitting on the couch with your hair with a Man bun. 
<laughs> Can you believe those things were ever in style? Well, they're probably still in they're style. They're still out there. Okay. <laughs> well, Tom, remember Tom's? His was the best. Oh, that was the worst. And then he was dancing at Bra- in Brazil with yeah, his oh, man. Yeah. Oh, was, it was ridiculous. Was... <laughs> I'm glad Belichick got rid of him. <laughs> no, so, um, so, and we got a couple ladies that are here today. Mm-hmm. But let's say you come home from a hard day and your husband's sitting there. And he's watching like wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hon, how you doing? Yeah. And the first, and and you got let's just let's just make this real. You got two packages of groceries in your hand, and there's five more still sitting in the sedan. Okay. And he's sitting there, and he's like, uh, "Hey, what's up? About time you got home." <laughs> About time. I, I'm I'm making this all up, <laughs> but I have a feeling this is regular dialogue for most people after about 10 years of marriage. Yeah. I mean, I really don't think I'm, I'm going too far crazy here, but it's like, um, uh, what's for dinner? You know, where you been? You know, uh, <laughs> you weren't shopping, were you? Spending my money? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, be, being a baby boomer was rough. <laughs> we really, money. we sucked. <laughs> she would say your money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but at least get up off the couch, mm-hmm. pause the TV, go greet her at the door, um, mm-hmm. uh, or greet him at the door. Okay, uh, ladies, I'm, I'm just going to put the put it back on you. Is like when your husband walks in the door, if you're the one that's staying home with the kids at the time, I, I have seen this. I have seen it. I have heard it. I've heard it boasted. When he walked in the door... I just hand them the kids and say, tag, you're it. <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding, right? Okay. Uh, better hope he thought about his 20 seconds before he walked through the oh, door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's what yeah. you're going to give this guy mm-hmm. is, is I want to get rid of these kids. It's your turn. I'm telling you, you're not going to have a marriage. Um, I, I really, you're, mm-hmm. you know what's sad about this? And I, I'm not saying that you have to adultery proof your marriage. But the secretary at work, her first 20 seconds, they're good, okay? I mean, she's not, she's not a chump. She wants to keep her job, and she's charming, okay? The dude at work, you know, that's, you know, the, the young engineer that's working with your wife, mm-hmm. oh, he's, he finds her cute and, and just absolutely wonderful. And uh, when she comes into work, he's like, you know, just as happy as can be. But when she walks home, you're giving it what's for dinner. You're rubbing your belly, you know, your belly button showing, you know. I, I say, or you're handing them the kids saying, tag, you're it. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Joe Ward's watching. Oh, he is. Yeah, Joe Ward, it's great to see you. Boy, he probably popped jo- in right on this Joe. one. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Joe's a guy who loves his wife. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he treats her like a queen. Um. But that first 20 seconds, how about at work? Let's take it from marriage. Let's take it to work. What is, uh, I, I, get, I think around here at the church, we're pretty cool about seeing people. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, what's up? What's up? Hey, uh, you know, yeah. did you have a good night? Yeah. You know, um, uh, I, I think we're pretty cool. Yeah. Not how'd you get in here? Yeah. <laughs> is, that some of a- <laughs> is that door unlocked again? Oh, dead gummit. Look at the cat drug in, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, or, or, oh, I hate it. I hate it. 
my, my dad used to say, you're working or, ho- uh, working or hardly working? Or, or, uh, <laughs> working hard or hardly uh, working? You walk in like at nine o'clock and you'd be like, well, good afternoon. <laughs> that is old man oh, yeah. all the way. You're playing jacks by the soda fountain uh, again? Yeah. Vinny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the time. Who wants to work in that environment? I really believe that if you celebrate people in this first 20 seconds, you can change how the whole day is going to go at work mm-hmm. um, or how the whole evening goes at work. If I will give, and I don't want to sound mercenary here, but if there's a show or a football game I want to watch, I don't want to sound mercenary, but I know Susan's got a love tank and I know how much gas it takes to fill the tank. Okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So seriously, so yeah. I'll be like, you might as well go ahead and... and Fill the tank right now. Right. And so right. Uh, so I'll just like get up, talk to her, give her, I mean, again, I'm giving Jesus quality love here. I'm mm-hmm. not, she's not getting sloppy, you know, how was your day? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, so, but no, it'll be like really get into what she's talking about. And, and really all I have to say is about 20 seconds worth. Um, I mean, I can just say, so, so how did it go at work today? And she'll start talking to mm-hmm. Oh, really? You know, and, yeah. and and I'm being honest. I really want her to feel cherished and valued. And you've took time to learn that about her. Yes. Yeah. I, I know that if I don't do this, um, I can have all the good intentions for what 8 o'clock is going to look like. Mm-hmm. A kickoff time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but if 6 p.m. didn't go right, 8 o'clock ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Now. Yeah. I'm talking about Wednesday. Uh, oh. When there's no Wednesday game. Wednesday's the time. Yeah. yeah there's no yeah. game. Yeah. It's your business sucks. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, yeah. Okay. So, can you love someone like Jesus would love someone for 20 seconds? Mm-hmm. Especially with the power of the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of God's word. I think, I think it, we can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and I think it can establish a tone for people. Yeah. It actually creates a stone. Uh, okay, you, you get this more than anybody. You yeah. have to, when somebody wants to be a part of the praise and worship team, you yeah. have the dubious honor of trying them out. Yeah. Uh, like so, an American Idol, right. the voice, a panel sits in front of, no, I'm just, they, right. it's just me, but yeah, I have to listen to them sing. Right, okay. So here's the thing. Um, I know you say, well, everybody loves, oh, I shouldn't do that voice. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves Jesus and everybody should be able to be on stage and everybody yeah. should sing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, have yeah. you heard everybody sing? Okay. <laughs> so bottom line, God's given talents to everybody and they're all varying talents and, and gifts that he's given. So how long does it take you? Uh, okay. And I'm going to sing this song. Lord, I lift you. Lord, I lift your name on high. <laughs> he came. I from wouldn't be laughing, but to earth, too short. At this point, my armpits would be a little bit sweaty because okay. I know I'm about to enter into a conflict. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't even take 20 seconds, did yeah. it? So I was able to establish a tone that you could recognize in 20 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. you're able to determine whether or not somebody could probably play the guitar, play the keys. Um, One of the cool things on, sh- on the voice mm-hmm. is crazy when the first person will get out there and there's always once everybody one season, they'll have a, a contestant where they'll do this, where they'll sing one word 
and then boosh, 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 they'll punch their chairs and turn around because they all want him on their team or her on their team. Really? And you can see it, yeah. It's, a, it's that same thing. You could, they know greatness within one tone. Wow. We can also know the opposite within one tone. Wow. Uh, and, and the reason why this is so important, and again, this is a tone that's established in 20 seconds or less, is that most people can evaluate your personal tone very quickly. They can figure out what you think about them real fast. In 20 seconds or less, they have determined whether or not you're bothering them. Uh, and that, this used to be, you know, we talk about changing our landscape, making it so that other people want to be on our lawn. I used to, when I get into my A-type personality and I get into my charging maverick mode, uh, mm-hmm. I, if somebody comes in my office, I will whip around like, <sighs> like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking by interrupting me? <laughs> yeah. So now I've yeah. learned to shut the door when I'm in those kinds of intense moments where I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Um, if the door is open, I realize that if you've opened the door, then your turnaround has to be as open as the door. Ooh, Ooh baby. That's good. Some that good stuff good. there. Man, I wish yeah, was Come here. on. Wow. That's what, what the church people say. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. So, oh, yeah. So that's good. it. Yeah, that's so it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Come on, church. Come on, what, church. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. um, it doesn't take 20 seconds for people to figure out that you're impatient with them. Uh, I, this is where I, like, when yeah. Susan tells me a story at work, this is where our southern and northern personalities clash, and it does happen occasionally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, my metronome's going, what, three quarters time? <laughs> oh, with you're that? speeding up. Oh, yeah, you're way, yeah, you're yeah. in the 140s. One, you're one, way yeah, up there. there. <laughs> and Susan's telling the story, and it's like, yeah, she's halftime. Yeah. yeah. You know, I met somebody there. They're, they're related to so-and-so. Remember that guy we met at the wedding five years ago? And, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm serious. And she can tell yeah. within 20 seconds if I am bothering her with her story. Okay? So I, in those moments, have to de- make the decision. Is this person in front of me important? Not just because she's my wife, mm-hmm. but are they valuable? And um, you need to communicate that you're interested in the story. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, that's just manipulation or lying. It's like, no, it's dying to self and loving others. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because let me just say, I've told Susan some stupid stories that I'm willing to bet she would have bailed out a long time ago. I mean, does she really want to hear how the fish wrapped the line around the bottom of the post and that I had to jump off and that I had to yank the hook out and it was 42 inches long if it was a foot, you know? um, I I tell you, people can tell real fast whether or not you, you think you're smarter than them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, have you ever been around somebody like that, that you get intimidated just because they think they're smarter? Than, unfortunately, I actually go at those people <laughs> because I don't like being treated like that, so yeah. I go after them. Yeah. Um, but you can set an atmosphere that, okay, I think I'm smarter than you. Um, mm-hmm. 
You can you can communicate whether or not you approve of them all within twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why it's it's so important that things sometimes to put your phone down when you're talking to somebody. Absolutely, because it communicates something. I don't care how important it is. Yeah, it communicates something that this is more important than what you're. <laughs> Absolutely, doing. if you're going to keep your phone up. Yeah, um, I even feel bad keeping my sunglasses on. No, sometimes. no, that's it. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> sunglasses. I take yeah. my sunglasses off. If you ha- if you're looking at me and talking to me, I'll take my sunglasses off so that you can see my eyes. Because mm-hmm. I think that's a courtesy. It's a handshake. And uh, but if I if I take my glasses off and the other person doesn't take their glasses off, I slap mine back mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And you know what? When I put my Wayfair Ray Bans on, you're not topping that. No. No, no. sir. No, sir. I, I don't care. You're wearing yeah. Costas. Yeah. Don't come at me with that fishing crap. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I got yeah. my Ray-Bans yeah. on, you know? Come on. Um, so uh, here's another thing. Um, is, is leaving people where they can't figure out what your tone is. That's another problem. Um, I call it the intuitive goo. It's when you... People step into your communication or interaction with them, and they don't know what you're doing, what you're thinking. And so they become intuitive, and they're in a goo trying to figure out, well, she thinks she's better than me. Well, you may not have said anything that communicated that you thought we'd, but you left it undetermined. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Jesus didn't leave things undetermined. So it's not only sending the right tone, but the clarity of the tone is that, hey, let them know that you care that they're in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, otherwise, you're forcing people to try to figure out whether they like you or if you like them or not. Mm -hmm. And is that really Jesus-like? It's like uh, to make other people feel... Now, this is a power move in America. that you walk into a room and you just kind of scope it out and you kind of quiet and you stand back with your arms folded or whatever and you're just kind of checking out the room reading the room and just kind of it's like okay uh maybe that's the american thing to do i don't know power move to do but jesus was very clear he had a very a tonal resonance that everybody they knew he thought he was the son of god because he talked like he was the son of God. They, mm-hmm. He talked so much about being the son of God that they crucified him for being the son of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how clear his tone was. Um, that he ate and he drank with sinners and publicans and harlots and everybody. Very clear what Jesus was up to and how he interacted with people. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you walk into a room or you're in a community where people don't really, I don't get them, um, I... I I would challenge the Christ-likeness of that, uh, that you're, you're just leaving it for people to try to figure out what it is that you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really unfair. It, I, I don't think it's particularly Christ-like. Yeah. Um, so uh, what did 20 seconds look like at the grocery store? When was your, when was your last impact with somebody? Yeah, let's see. Uh, Do you remember uh, how you felt or... Last, what did I do? I, I had a uh, I had a conversation. What was it? Maybe two days ago. Just a guy at the golf store. Yeah. Just seeing how, you know. Yeah. Asked him his name. Yeah. Or at at the uh, I was up at Shadowmossy, just driving range, just yeah. trying to be outside. Yeah. I'm into golf right now. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Um, that's all but right. but just I thought about this stuff. These guys don't know me from anybody. 
how can I make an, how can I make a positive impact in something in a part of their day mm-hmm. today? And I tell you what, though, I just had a little conversation with the guy, and I didn't do this to get what I ended up getting, but he regripped one of my clubs for me for free. We had a good conversation. Mm-hmm. It was just one of the, and it, all because I didn't just come in there. Hey, I need a box of range balls. Yeah. Thanks, and then walk out. Yeah. And so I, there was, hey, I, hey, my name's Ricky. I'm, I work, you know, done. At the church across the street, and then once you got once I know I'm a pastor, they gotta say, yeah put a good word in for me with the big guy. That's what, right, I, that's right. what I always yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we call him the <laughs> yeah, big guy. The big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but see, we got to remember it's not just commerce, mm-hmm. and a lot of people think, well, you know, um, I'm going to leave them a lousy report. I mean, a review. Yeah. On Yelp or whatever, and 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 there are times when you got to leave a bad review. I mean, I get it. But even that can be done in a Christ-like manner, yeah. a, a right tone. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it happened to me the other day. The, the grandkids were in the house. I pull up, and the Terminex guy is at my house. Well, shout out to Joe there. He doesn't work for Terminex. He works for the other guys. <laughs> um, the better guys. The better guys. <laughs> and the Terminex guy there. And, and I'm like, and he's going around my house. And I'm peeved. I'm like, why don't you call ahead and let me know that you're coming out to the house and and bottom line is, I don't want to talk to you right now. He wants to talk to me about the house and my coverage and all yeah. this other stuff. And I'm like, and I am really, I've gone into that shark mode. I'm like, get off my lawn. So I'm like, so did I miss a phone call or a text message about you coming out here today? Because, you know, my grandkids are in the back. And I all of a sudden realized, and it was a young guy. And I was like, okay, Tiger, back off. So I said, uh, I said, I probably missed it. You know, if you send it, you could have sent an email and I, would, I wouldn't have even seen it. I'm like, I'm just glad you're taking care of my house. How are we uh, looking? Yeah. And he told me, and I'm like, hey, well, if you walk around the house, let me know and I'll get it for you. And I'm like, thanks for doing a good job for me. And I pulled that back because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Absolutely because of Jesus. Because Jesus was like, you don't have the option to be a Mm-hmm. You know, thing. plug in your yeah. own word. Right. You know, um, yeah, but it's business. No, not for the Christian. People are our business. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's that's what we're about. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus taught people and his disciples that people hear our tone and they can interpret our motive. Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't you read that for us? A new commandment I give to you: that you love one another, even as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John 13, 34. Okay, so that's a tone. People are going to know that you love Jesus based upon your tone. So um, I don't care what, how many Bible verses you know, they will determine your tone if it's Christ-like, even if they don't know Christ. Everybody kind of has an expectation of what Christ-likeness is, even if they don't know the story of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's humanity at its best. Right. It's God in his, and his most compassionate. Mm-hmm. And so they are expecting this. And so Jesus said, listen, they'll know you're my disciples, not by your stand on the end times, uh, but they will know based upon your tone, how you interact with people. Mm-hmm. That is so, uh, a Bible verse lived speaks louder than a Bible verse quoted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that is so true. Um, so, in every situation, regardless of the level of intimacy, 
because, I mean, you're going in at different levels of relationship. It's important to establish what uh, we call the... Uh, little C-T-R. A little C-T-R. We should have, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. a little bit of that. <laughs> Am I being back in the 90s, early 90s? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. C-T-R, what I call a Christ-like tonal resonance. Hmm. That's our new thing. It's Christ-like that in every situation, that whether it's consumer to consumer, whether it's at Best Buy or whatever, it still should have a Christ tonal resonance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's with my children, it should have that resonance with it. You know, um, uh, so it it really is important. I I remember that one time, and I may be getting ahead of myself here, but have you ever gone to a party and um, nobody said anything when you came in the door of the party, mm-hmm. and uh, that that party sucked, didn't it? I mean, I don't care what they were playing. I don't care what beer they were serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I heard you're a bourbon man. Oh, I, you know, Maybe, uh, maybe not. Yeah, I was like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but they'll think the party stinks. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. I just spent five days with my grandkids, and you know, they have all kinds of... It's bionic. Yes. They, they're a whole different ecosystem. <laughs> well, and, they're from know, Florida. So yeah. That's... Oh, that's a definite idea. You know, some people are calling Florida the new North Korea. <laughs> no, they're yeah, not. Yeah, they are. They're calling it the new North Korea. <laughs> I'm just like, like it's its own state. It's its own thing. Yeah. That's... When you look at the United States lit up at night, it's just dark on yeah. the floor. <laughs> yeah. Or because of their political views yeah, oh, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. And uh that's not very Christ-like. That's not a CTR. No, no it's That's not. No, no, no not, it's not. not one bit. No. But there is nothing better than going to a party and the host of the party comes over to you, even if they haven't met you. Maybe you're the spouse of the person that was invited. Hey, glad you came. I know these things can be, these Christmas parties can be the, the pits. The worst. But listen, we've got some food here for you uh-huh. and it's going to be good. Just, you know, if you want to hide in a corner, we've got four of them. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, get yourself something to drink. I'm glad you made time to come out today. And I'll tell you what, that guy will walk away from the party going, yeah, I, I, I really like that party. I, I, you know, and Susan's law firm does this. Oh, I was about to think about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's, Every it, Christmas. It started happening when... when um, Ben Acri became a partner. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That all of a sudden, the parties went from this kind of a stodgy little, t- yeah, you know. <laughs> you felt like you were going to get sued while you were there, you know. But uh, yeah. but then uh, I think when Ben Jr. came in there, uh, now we're having it at these really cool places. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, they spare no Swank- expense. Swanky. They have, oh, yeah, they have, they draw tickets, you know, and it's mm-hmm. only, it's only like maybe 75 people there, but... People are getting large screen TVs and iPads. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's worth your going. Oh, yeah. We look forward. <laughs> I have year. altered the church calendar so I can yeah, attend. We don't need to reach team this Steinberg yeah. Law Firm's <laughs> party. But that's just because when I'm there, I feel, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you talk a long time to the partners? No, uh, maybe 20 seconds. But every one of them makes me feel welcome, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I think that people should get our best. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that 
everybody, you know that picture of the sailor dipping the woman in Times Square at the close of World War II? I'm not saying everybody gets thrown, swooped over and then kissed. I mean, there is context of my wife gets my best at what that looks like. My children get my best at what that looks like. The grocery store. But Christ can be the resonance of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that we just need to you know, realize that. Yeah. So establishing a tone is so important. Paul said it in First uh, Timothy 1, 5. Yeah. Where is that? I like lost. Oh, there it is. Man, good gracious. Like, sorry. Guys. <laughs> That's all right. My finger went to, Your iPad down to 20. My, I know. I need you the, don't get the, the 12.9. Screen. I know, right? Yes, sir. The goal of our instruction is love from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Okay. Did you hear that? That's a checklist of interaction. Okay. He's not just walking into the true room and saying whatever the heck he wants to say. Mm-hmm. He's not just giving people a piece of his mind. Yeah. Okay, he's not just walking and saying this is where we stand on this issue. He, the, the personal inter- interactions have targets on them. Uh, personal interactions have a motive check, and personal interactions have the mind of Christ as the objective. Mm-hmm. That's big. So you can say, "Well, my temperament's not that way." It's like, "Well, no, it doesn't matter if you're quiet or you're outgoing." Um, they're only going to tell that you love Christ by your love. Right. So you got to give them something other than uh, intuitive goo. You've got to give them something. Mm-hmm. And everybody, we can't hide behind whether or not our Enneagram or our disc or Myers-Briggs says, well, you know, I don't have to do that because I'm an introvert. And, yeah. You know. And it's like, no. Every yeah. interaction has got to have a, the goal of love from a pure heart, good conscience, and a sincere faith. That tells me I better be praying before I go to work. It tells me that before I go to that Christmas party, what I may think is just a calendar event, according to Paul, no, it's an event with a goal. And I need to ask the Holy Spirit to come in to me and to make sure... That also tells me, well, if the goal of my instruction is love, good conscience, sincere faith, and what I want to say doesn't fall in that category, guess who's supposed to shut up? Yeah. It's me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love what Proverbs says, that even a fool, when he remains silent, is perceived to be wise. Yeah. Boom. So shut your mouth or remove all doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's really important to us. <laughs> That we have to establish a tone. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a Seinfeld fan, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. What you guys? You guys Seinfeld? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Did you see the way she shook her head? <laughs> I don't know how she feels about me right now. I just kind of feel I'm oh, in a. In, in, it's a goo. Yeah. I'm in a goo right now. Is that? Did you mean like you idiot? You like Seinfeld? Is that what you meant? You, you, you may, oh no, I've never. I just, she doesn't have a TV. Oh, well, okay. That's, okay. All right. We're going to do a GoFundMe after this. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. So let's just, just for fun, if you're a Seinfeld fan, um, do you remember the episode called The Soup Nazi? You remember The Soup Nazi? Mm hmm. Yes, exactly right. Uh, what was the famous saying? Yeah, no soup for you. Okay. And, but, but he only said that when you messed up. The order of things that needed to be yeah. done. So he kind of like, 
Yeah, you put it in the store. Slide. Slide. Then you turn and leave. That's right. You pay, you pay. get your receipt, you get your bag. But if you did deviated anything from that yeah. procedure, yeah. he uh, would grab the soup back and say, no soup for you. And then ban you from the store for like 30 days. Don't come back for 30 days. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything had to be perfect. Uh, he created an environment of intimidation. And we really need to check what kind of tone because people may be scared to move about us. Not because they're afraid we're going to beat them up or abuse them, but rather because they, uh, we just created it so difficult to interact with us that we know we're going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. So when I know that I'm not going to get it right with this person, I don't stop at that store no more. Um, I'll, I'll go eat soup someplace else. It's like, it's too difficult to interact with you. And I think, I think churches do that. Mm-hmm. I think churches sometimes can make it so difficult to get it right that you really can't start having this communication. And, and so um, he wasn't a Nazi, but his tone definitely was Third Reichish. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I know we're out of time, but I, I think we'll have to talk at another time about this issue about transgender pronoun usage. Because right now I know churches are kind of in a, they're trying to figure it out. They're in a goo. Yeah, yeah we're in, a, <laughs> yes, because we're being asked to recognize a person's pronoun that we know that that's not their birth gender. Now, we, we haven't been, We've been doing it this way for, you know, about 10,000 years of anthropology. But now we're being, because we, you know, somebody is in dysphoria, mm-hmm. um, we're being asked to, that they tell us our pro, their pronoun and we use their pronoun, even though we know that they're not actually that gender. Mm-hmm. So we've got to ask ourselves, um, uh, what, is our, what is the tone of our response in that situation? Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to reject people um, because we're not getting the pronouns right? It's like, right. no, you can't make me use a pronoun. I don't know. I and, and again, there are different times where this the answer to this question may be different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, based upon relationship, based yeah. upon relationship, maybe the age of the person. Right. I am not going to dupe a child into thinking that there's something they don't even know. We know they don't know mm-hmm. at seven what yeah. they are. Yeah. And so I'm not going to be, I'm party to that. But somebody that's actually made some sort of transitioning, is committed to it, um, sold out to it, that I would not meet them in their pronoun. I, I'm wondering if that's kind of soup Nazi-ish. Um, yeah. I, I, I got to think so. It's like I got I to gotta meet them where they are. It's like when Jesus got presented with the woman who was caught in the very act of adultery. Yeah. He didn't tell a woman, go home and clean yourself up. Yeah. And then come back and we'll talk about this. Yeah. He took her right there in her bad pronoun and loved her. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I think we need to, that's not like a big issue that's facing us. Yeah. But if we could just get the, how we respond to our spouses right, uh, th- that will change so much. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we need to be strategic with our personal a- interactions. Um, like a target, we've got to be uh, check our motive in our uh, interaction. We've got to w- see if we have Christ in mind, and are we giving the tonal resonance of Christ? CTR. Mm-hmm. Are we giving that out? 
or are we leaving them in an intuitive goo? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And if you had told me, you know, I, we're, we're presenting Christianity in the Bible Belt particularly, that you've got to uh, declare Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life, that he died for, on the, for your sins on the cross, the Romans road, kind of all that. And it's kind of like you're making this decision for the rest of your life. Now, come on. All right? <laughs> I know that's all Bible, and mm-hmm. I know, but I don't know if we say it the way the Bible said it. I mean, have you ever maybe rethought that commitment someplace in your journey? Have you ever yeah. maybe... We came up with a term for it called rededicating his life. Yeah. 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 Which and, I did several times. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had those moments where you maybe weren't as sure about the science of faith, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, and you went to, and, and you know, there's, there's sometimes when we, we just don't get it right, or maybe we, we fall into a, a place where, so... If God gives us mercy in that, we need to give ourselves some mercy that when we say we're going to love somebody, you don't got to say, I'm going to, you know, love that person for the rest of their life. Just as today is today, start off with 20 seconds. You say, well, what do you do after 20 seconds? I'll tell you, if you've loved them with the love of Christ for 20 seconds, even if they've rejected it, I promise you, that in that 20 seconds, God has already begun to infuse you with the next 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's all we're doing is we're just stringing 20 seconds, 20 seconds. We're casting the line a little bit further the next time, casting the line a little bit further the next time. And you start putting a bunch of 20 seconds together, they add up to about 33 years of a great marriage. Mm-hmm. And, that's right. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Lots that's of real, thoughts That's there. really good stuff. Brian, do we get any... Uh, feedback on any of this? They're out. They're out there, but they're uh, they're cor- no feedback. Oh, they're they're oh, stunned. Just, they're, they're, they're they're just <laughs> they're in full they're agreement. Like, yeah, they're getting like their favorite TV preacher online saying, "Listen, you've got to ch- yeah. listen to what yeah. Ricky and Paul are talking about." Creflo, right now. He oh, to, he oh he's listening right now. <laughs> TD Jakes, <laughs> I, the bishop. Oh, he's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, well. Uh, this is good stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and this isn't just a gimmick. I live on this. I am not... Um, uh, I, mean, I know Stacy's always amazed when I talk about my wife. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you, you, know, you just can't imagine living life without her, could you? And I'll be like, well, I mean, I, I could, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, no, you don't really mean that. And I'm like... No, I said every day I choose Susan over again. Mm-hmm. Um, every day I choose to love her. Every day, I, is there a woman that's so sweepingly amazing that I don't have to make that choice? If there is, she doesn't want you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. she does. Because she, she wants a man who has chosen her, mm-hmm. not a man who's so enamored by her. She wants your heart. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, I just articulate it a little bit differently. I love my wife as much as Chris loves Stacy or mm-hmm. Stacy loves Chris. But it's just I know that there's these little parts that get added, these 20 seconds that get added together. Mm-hmm. That, that if I add these 20 seconds and ask the Holy Spirit in that 20 seconds to say the right thing, yeah. to do the right thing, 
that when I all of a sudden turn back and see it's 33 years, I'll be like, wow, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. I think because we'll read a verse like um, what it says out of, it says, consider others' interests more valuable than your own. Mm -hmm. And this kind of puts it just a quick little, that's 20 seconds. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, that's and right. And so just easy to remember. Yeah. When you're coming home, when you see your kids. Yep. Yeah, it's just easy to remember. That's why it's so good. Oh, yeah, when you see your kids. Yeah, we didn't talk much about yeah. that, but yeah. Um, when you put the phone down. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big a, deal. That's a big deal. We're always modeling something, people. Yeah. All right. All right, we're out of time, and uh, this week we're starting a new series called... Yeah. Uh, Live the Do. Live the... Yep. There's going to be a lot uh, of good stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, it's going to be challenging, but it's also going to offer us a lot of promise. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's this yeah. idea of living with blessings in your life. Mm -hmm. which uh, it's very, God offers to yeah, us. Very so, Bible. Yep. So why don't you uh, close this yep. out? Lord, thank you that you've been with us tonight. Help us as we go out throughout the rest of this week, even tonight, to establish this Christ-like tone that you have laid out so beautifully for us in these little 20-second increments where life change begins to happen as a result of interaction with you. May we be those kind of people that it is that light that shines in the darkness. There is uh, something to us that when we are interacting with other people, no matter what the context of their relationship is, that there is a Christ-like tone that supersedes all of it and that is left on that person as a result of our interaction with them. We love you. It's in your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Amen. And have a great night. Have a great night.